0: And you should have your phone number written on like several (gasps) leaves in your (laughs) pocket. Leaves on a piece of arugula. Yes. Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. Super fun episode for you today, reminding you to send your questions, comments, anything you want to talk about to Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram not your therapist podcast, and join me on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific time on Get Vocal G-E-T-V-O-K-L where I will be live stream coaching so I can coach you right then and there and take your questions in a little message thingy on the side. And it's really fun. We had a great time last week. We had a listener hop on. She told us about a fun makeout she had. We decided maybe next time she won't go on a date, first date to the guy's house, but that's fine. Live and learn. So, you know, it gets spicy. It gets interesting. And actually, um, I think it's a really good way to get your questions answered when you need them answered. Not that it's ever a dire situation, but it can be helpful. Okay. So, listener question for this week, I was actually working with a client and she had, and I've noticed this happens a lot. She, um, had a situation where she was seeing someone for a few months and he realized that he couldn't really do the relationship thing. And so he decided we should probably end it when it became apparent that she was really looking for more seriousness and commitment than he was ready to give her. He was kind of fresh out of a long-term relationship and he just wasn't quite there yet. So they they had a final conversation. They agreed, you know, they would maybe find each other again at some point in time, but it was over. But she was still feeling like, a lot of things were left unsaid that she still wanted to say to him. And she kept saying to me, can I contact him? Can I reach out? And she had told him, don't contact me, which I advised her to do because I think cold turkey is the way you get over someone. And it doesn't help to just keep getting like a tiny dose of the drug if you're trying to quit the drug. Uh, But she wanted to reach out and just say these things that were unsaid. And I think we all have this instinct a lot, whether it's in a relationship with a friend who makes us angry, a business partner. Um, For me, my dad, I know I worked through this in therapy a lot. So one thing my therapist would always recommend that I do, and I will now recommend it to you in these situations, is write down everything you would want to say to this person. I used to write an email, long email. Just get all of your feelings out. Don't filter yourself at all. If it's a text you want to send, Write this super long text. Just get everything out you would possibly want to say. Everything, everything. No stone unturned. And just get it out and then sit on it. Do not send it. Do not send it. Just sit on it. And then once you've let that sit for a few days or however much time it takes to feel like, okay, the fire and the emotion has really kind of been drained out of me onto this email, then you can say, okay, if I still feel like something in here needs to be said, What is it that still needs to be said? Is it for them or is it for me? Is it because I'm trying to get some sort of reaction out of them or response? Is it because I miss them? If after writing all this stuff down, you still feel like you want to send the whole thing, That's one option. Another option is distilling it down to the one thing that really feels like it still needs to be said. And I I strongly advise you to not make this decision while you're still feeling super emotional about whatever the situation is. I always say like don't answer an email until you can answer it from kind of an unemotional place. And I would say the same thing about sending something like this. Generally speaking, there will be just one thing that you really, really, really need to say. But then also before you do that, Ask yourself and go through in your mind, what are all the different variations that could happen once I send this and how will I then handle it? So literally walk yourself through every possible scenario. I'll say this and he'll ask to see me again. How will I handle that? I'll say this and he won't respond. How will I handle that? I'll say this and he'll get angry at me. How will I feel about that? What is the best possible situation? What is the worst possible situation? Once you've made all of these factors, you can make a decision. And at the end of the day, you're probably not going to like ruin anything. It's just a matter of taking care of yourself. You don't need to pick at a scab if you're trying to heal. So, Go through all these steps before making an impulsive decision, especially in the case of like breakups. We often are like, no, I just need to reach out. I need to say one more thing. And it's really just because you're missing the person and you're looking for some sort of contact. You need that fix of getting contact when it's that fix that will set you back, however much time from the healing you've already done. So take yourself through a series of steps, write down all of your feelings, fully get them out, then reread it wait till you feel a little less emotional ask yourself what's the most important thing if you still feel like something needs to be said and then before you say it walk through every potential situation figure out how you would respond of course you can never fully predict it but you can try it's just as much a thing as like rehearsing good things it also helps to rehearse bad things just so we would know how to respond so we have some sort of sense Of how we're gonna handle each situation. And then if you need to do it, do it. And whatever your response is, whether it sets you back three weeks in your emotional recovery or whatever it is, forgive yourself and say, I'm a human. I needed to make this mistake to get to the next place in my life that I need to be. You know, obviously, if it's like a really bad situation, talk to someone else, get a therapist. But if it's something where you don't stand a chance to be like physically harmed or whatever, not to make light of physically harms, but you know what I mean. Like if it's not a dangerous situation in that sense, it's not going to be the end of the world if you make a mistake. And then you say, that's part of my journey. Now I know next time I don't need to do this. I don't need to reach out again. So I hope that helps someone out there. It was helpful to this client. She ended up saying the one thing she had distilled it down to, she got actually a good response and she felt a lot more closure from the ending than she had previously. So it worked out for her, but she really took all those steps to figure out what really needed to be said and what was still just emotion and her looking for a response. So I hope that helps. Hello, I am here with a new episode, so happy to be here. I have exciting news, which is sometimes I get a little lonely um, in my my apartment, And, and I know I always have someone else on the show, but sometimes, you know, it's like it gets a little, I'm just like, I want like another host with me sometimes. Not all the time, it's good to have your time, but... All of this is a long-winded way of saying I am introducing a new, we don't know yet, maybe monthly co-host, maybe every few weeks co-host. You already know her, so it's very exciting. She was on one of my favorite episodes just a few weeks ago, like before the holidays, basically. This is Alex Jospin hi and Alex is wonderful you may recall she's the one who dated the guy who lived in San Francisco who didn't want to sit around and drink tea he wanted to go have adventures and she wasn't exciting enough
1: he was not very chill I wasn't I didn't run around enough on the tennis court yeah there were vagina issues we went to Istanbul that's big oh that. yeah
0: and your vagina that's why <laughs> we're calling this episode new vagina who dis yes yes because Alex has a new vagina well she got like a surgery. Congratulations to me. Congratulations to you. And she's like, she told me the other night we met up and she was like, I was nervous when I was dating him if he was the one that I wouldn't have a chance to like take this thing for enough fun ride. It's like, you don't want to just settle with your new vagina on one person. That sounds terrible.
1: She needs to see the world. She's got to (laughs) explore.
0: So Alex and I are going to co-host from time to time for multiple reasons. Um, One of which I really like her. Uh, Two... I don't talk enough about vagina stuff. Like, I, I actually have one that you will hear when it comes out tomorrow. A this vagina? About about a vagina. <laughs> I have a vagina. It's true. We don't talk enough about, like, body sexual stuff. doesn't have to be just vagina. This show is for everybody. But in general, I feel a little less knowledgeable in that area. And I'd like to open this show up to take questions and deal with topics more around sexuality, intimacy, body stuff even maybe health stuff and it just so happens that alex is a in her spare time health and nutrition coach would yeah. you say and she also just like loves vagina stuff so into she loves body stuff she's kind of like a hippie who knows all these things so nothing on this show is ever going to be medical advice in any way Not shape or form a doctor not, not a, a doctor. I'm not a therapist. It's perfect. <laughs> That's the new byline. Is like, and not your doctor. But you are knowledgeable. And my feeling is like, if we get a question or something, a topic we don't know about, like, we'll do the research. Yeah. We have doctors we can ask. We have doctors we can ask. And like, you could like go down some sexuality rabbit holes for us you know and her. just like find some things that we don't know. So I'm going to invite everyone. It's an open invitation to send us your questions, thoughts, comments, concerns about all those weird body things or sex things you never want to talk about, and we will talk about them.
1: Excellent.
0: And the other reason for having Alex here is she is still single. She has taken this new vagina for a ride, (laughs) and I need... I feel like it's going to be fun to have a person that I can regularly check in with your journey and see how it's going, and people can hear me, like, give you homework, and make you do it and then you can like come back and report what it's like out like a out test there. case she's a test case because she's like very adventurous I know she'll get out there and she's not afraid to talk about stuff
1: that's true so I think it's gonna it be great it might come back and bite me in the ass but it might but whatever we <laughs> like bites <laughs> in the ass
0: sometimes
1: <laughs> and what's nice is that when I'm here I can ask Dahlia questions Perfect. so that you guys can learn about her life too oh gosh <laughs> great <laughs> wedding planning wedding planning
0: so excited that keeps like bleeding into the episodes and I'm like this has to be boring for everyone else I heard that much. okay well it's going to but it's fine you know it's all part of the process and I actually think wedding planning is an interesting study of like how you make decisions and how you make decisions with your partner and how you decide what things are worth getting upset about and not and that sort of thing totally. which all can apply to dating as well
1: For sure. It's like the relationship's not over when you get the ring. Oh,
0: no. I've been told. It's just beginning. I know. Who knew? I got the ring and I was like, we're done now. Thank you. Actually, for like, I was thinking about this, like for a few weeks after we got engaged, he could do no wrong. Like, he wouldn't pick up his stuff. He would do things that would normally annoy me. He would play video games for hours and I'd be like, doesn't matter. We're engaged. Doesn't matter. Got the ring. And I was like, it's always going to be like this. I'm never going to be mad at him again. And then... Mm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're back to normal. Fair. I don't get mad a whole lot, but I don't have that same just engaged glow of like, you can do no wrong ever.
1: That's probably for the best because then his behavior would probably... Probably take slope yeah.
0: yeah. I still have to get after him for like putting his cups in the dishwasher. But you know, these are the things you accept about a person that you love. It's important. No one's perfect except for us. Except for us, of course. So Alex, update us. Okay. On like the dating scene since we last spoke. And then tell me, like, what you got for me. But first, update us. Okay, perfect. Because Alex did some, like, preliminary vagina research before this first episode just to, like, kick it off right.
1: Some research to talk about vaginas, and I've done some dating.
0: And also, I will say, while some male-identifying people with penises might be thinking, I don't have a vagina, is this going to be fun for me? Yes, because you can learn yes. about women, and that's going to be very important for you if you date women.
1: Super important, and even if you
0: don't, it's just good
1: to know good like what your know. friends have and your and mother. what you came out of. Yeah, it's important. We all more need than to know fifty percent of the population. We all need to talk about it
0: more. We don't talk about it enough. We still don't talk about it enough. It's still weird to talk about. Let's just get into it. That's yes, what I say. I'm no shame so here. But we'll also take penis questions, and Alex will do the uh, oh, I'll research. do the research. Yeah. And anything in between a penis and a vagina. Yeah, and you STDs. May
1: I think we need to talk STDs. about them more. I feel like there may be no big deal now. I don't know. I mean, I think most of them are treatable. I feel like treatable or, I don't know. I was hearing stuff about herpes and dating with herpes. And, like, if you have herpes, no shame. No shame. And I feel like... It's pretty easy to get it. And I also feel like there aren't really... The side effect is that you get the... Like an outbreak. Yeah. Like when you have like... Yeah. But, but if so you, you do an outbreak,
0: you can't really know if you have it.
1: Right. But you also, I think, aren't passing it on, I believe. Oh, yeah, I think that's true. But also, I think the extent of the issue is the outbreak. Like yeah. Like there's nothing else. Right. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. In fact,
0: last time I asked my gyno to test me for Mm -hmm. herpes. I was like, well, I want to know. Like, I need to know everything. She was like, I actually will not test you because everyone has it. And then you're just going to feel like you have this burden that you have to tell people about. But if you've never had an outbreak, it's not a problem. Like if you have an outbreak, come to the doctor. But like... She, I think she said like one in three, but it might have even been more than that. Maybe that's HPV. We need to do our research. But um, I'll do a little STD. Let's research. do a little STD research. Let's get back on. to this. But the point is, she was pretty much like she was like recently, like some younger girl she was treating wanted to get tested, so she did, and then the girl felt this like crazy burden to tell everyone. It's like if you haven't had an outbreak, you're probably fine. Yes. Feel free if you're listening to this and you're like you are to absolutely double
1: check. Wrong. <laughs> But also, I would be really curious to hear from people who have STDs and what that's like dating once. Totally. When you feel like you need to disclose, if ever. Yeah.
0: I have a few friends with herpes who Uh get like somewhat regular breakouts. So I know they will tell whoever they're dating before they sleep together. That's good. And that's good. And that's responsible. And also, that is a really good opportunity to find out kind of what you're dealing with, with who you're about to sleep with. Like, because my one friend who has herpes, she was dating a guy and then she told him and he kind of freaked out and was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me until now. Like, I was starting to develop feelings for you and you didn't tell me. Great. So that didn't work out. And then the next guy, she told him he like could not care less and it's like, yeah, that's the right response.
1: For sure. And the first guy sounds like a jerk. Right, but I think exactly. also part of it is just people not knowing yeah, if it's a huge don't deal know. or mm-hmm, not.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not. We're here to say it's not.
1: It's cool. It's cool if you have herpes. It's cool. NBD.
0: We support you. MBD, <laughs> you know, talk about your herpes, be open, but also don't feel like you have to.
1: Yeah, not immediately. Yeah, not immediately. not in your it's, Hinge profile. You know what? It's
0: fine. It's like, I don't need to go, if I if I had some genetic thing, I don't need to tell someone I'm like dating right off the bat yeah like those are conversations to have when you're thinking about sleeping together or procreating together right like i don't tell people i don't eat
1: gluten until it's like a food situation now maybe you should
0: (laughs) (laughs) people might need to decide if they want to deal with that i
1: know i try to lure them in first yes how do you deal with that i think if you're chill about things they are too because i'm not I'm not a You're pain not like to eat annoying with. annoying really. about it, yeah. And I mean, part of it is that in LA, it's super easy. Yes, but, but what it, if someone's like want to meet up
0: for pizza? Or are you just like, ooh, can't do? I'll pizza? I'll be like,
1: hey, do you mind if we go to like one of these three places that has gluten free? Great, basically. Love it. Unless it's like Love dim sum, ice. I'm like pretty chill.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I've done various non-dairy, non-gluten moments in time, and you just navigate around it. It And you have to be annoying because you're not going to be like, we can't go there because there's gluten in the air. Although some people (laughs) probably are that allergic and they need to be careful. And we love you too. We love you too. (laughs) We love everyone. We're all inclusive, whatever your deal is. I do have a client who is gluten-free and he can't, he's like very severely gluten Uh allergy and he like can't, kiss someone if they've recently no, had a beer.
1: That's really hard. So
0: he has to like kind of tell them like please don't have beer or I have to wait like two hours or something like that. That, sucks.
1: Isn't that crazy Yeah, I feel like I know people like that yeah. who are that. Or like that's they hard. can't have people like eat peanuts. Right. And oh, then so dangerous. I guess for love you give up peanut butter. I mean I would I I would. <laughs> yeah no I would too. I'm kidding.
0: Sunflower seed butter. All I love
1: butter. See,
0: I told you we were going to talk about nutrition <laughs> on this show. Oh, he's talking about wellness we're just (laughs) to every question we're like maybe I don't know (laughs) I "I swear we're gonna have some real knowledge on this okay Okay, so So I'll do some research you do research on
1: STDs yes so since I saw you you gave me permission to take a break from dating which I really appreciated Mm -hmm. and so then kind of around the holidays when I was born in Atlanta I was like let's like check out the dating in Atlanta it wasn't so great good to know. Yeah. Because I feel like it's easy if you're in like in Atlanta or New York or people act like dating's really hard. You're like, I bet it's way easier in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually,
0: what was hard about it in Atlanta? What was bad?
1: I think part of it this is not really fair to say, but people seemed kind of boring. They weren't as attractive. Oh. But some were. No, there were plenty of attractive people. But I noticed they're definitely more like openly conservative or very Christian Ooh, people. And uh-huh. as a liberal Jew, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm, totally mm-hmm. fine with someone you grew kind up of casually there, Christian. Didn't
0: you? Yes. So did you experience that when you were growing up? Did you oh, date yeah. people growing
1: up? I didn't really date. And that wasn't why. Yeah. I was just like awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because I was like a Democrat. Well,
0: and that's to say, too, I think this just occurred to me another good reason to have you as my sometime co-host is you're tall and you can speak to the tall experience which I cannot and I get a lot of questions from tall people and I do a lot of yelling at people to date shorter than them but I feel like it's not fair of me and here we have a tall person that's a really good point to have that for the record I'm
1: five nine maybe and a quarter I'm not sure it's
0: pretty it's it's a hefty size don't
1: call me hefty it's a hefty size nothing wrong with it it's very (laughs) strong okay so in atlanta i tried to go on a couple dates one of them was turned out to be a teacher in my old high school which was but he wasn't like old he wasn't like he a teacher hadn't been my teacher okay. <laughs> that'd be sexy i don't know it's still kind of sexy either way but um a relative of mine actually teaches at that school and i asked her about him and he told me she told me terrible things about him like what just that he was like I mean, that he would try really hard to kind of suck up to the kids and get really offended if they didn't like him. Oh, no. And that the, all the female teachers kind of thought he was a misogynist for various things he said. So I was like, oh, I'm like not going to go out. So you didn't go on the date? Well, what happened was I was being a little flaky planning because, you know, when you're home for the holidays, you're catching up with friends and family. <laughs> and so I'd kind of been like, maybe tomorrow, but I might have a family thing. And then afternoon, he was kind of like, so I guess not today. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, like, been kind of crazy with family and friends. Sorry you're being passive aggressive, And then – and he sent me this kind of, like, nasty text where he was like, I just don't even know that you, like, care enough to make an effort to see me. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. It's crazy. And in between the two texts I'd heard from my cousin, I was like, oh, I'm never going to see you. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Like, it's just crazy. Um, also,
0: though, if someone makes you apologize, like, multiple times before you've even met them – Probably already not a good No, and date. I wasn't a
1: super flake. Yeah.
0: I'd been like, maybe this date. I'm not sure. And like at this point, not that I condone it, but with online dating, like flakiness is a little bit a part of the culture. I'd like us all to be better, but it doesn't make you a bad person. Because you don't have an attachment to this person yet. So you don't have a reason to prioritize them, especially if you're like at home with your family or busy with work or whatever. Yeah, we all kind of like move it around and are like, "Oh, sorry, thought you were going to cancel on me, so I canceled on you. Like, it's not the greatest. We have to get there eventually. But I don't think someone should be like guilt tripping you about that before they've even met you.
1: I agree. And he sent me this kind of nasty text after that where he was like, for a writer, you aren't clearly aren't very good if you assume that you hurt my feelings because you didn't or <laughs> at like, it was so
0: weird oh i so like,
1: many okay, levels like, of I, th- I would read it but i think i deleted it um she also told me he drove a yellow mercedes which just seemed weird
0: mm-hmm. yep it seems a little intention for like a high school
1: teacher yeah like, what?
0: kind of a lot
1: anyways so i tried to go out with this other guy who is an actor and it turned out mostly lived here hmm. but then it was like something happened at his work and he kept getting pushed and pushed. And finally, like I was like, let's not meet tonight because it's like 930 and I'm like at home. Are you maybe going to meet him here? I think so. That's when good. When he's back here. Do that. Hopefully. Yes. That's fun. So that was totally fine. And so then I went on a couple dates here. One was just like not good. Happens. Um, it happens. One was pretty good. So my immediate, I feel like I'm very intuitive. Uh-huh. <laughs> my immediate reaction was kind of like, nah. But it was, like, a Saturday night. It was at a fun bar. And I was kind of, like, let's just, like, enjoy the evening. Yeah. I was drinking tequila. And it became, like, a very fun night. We, like, made out the bar. I don't do that that often. So there was, like, good chemistry. But I feel like... I'm just going to show you the text. Or read you the text. Okay. I feel like he's been kind of, like, indifferent to making plans. In a way that that I find very... But not completely. So I feel like it was kind of a couple days of messaging He's not, like, a great texter, but I try not to hold that against people. That's good. Yeah, Because the goal isn't to date someone who's, like, a witty texter, no, even though I love that. hopefully not. I mean, it's
0: great, but, like, great. not everyone can be us. You know what I mean?
1: You're so right. <laughs> and I don't even want to really date a writer. No. So we're kind of messaging. I was asking him kind of which movie I should watch that night because he'd seen all the Oscars movies. And he was like, oh, well, you know, if you want you could come out to my neighborhood and watch something tonight. I'm working for a couple more hours and then we could hang. Uh, And it's like a Wednesday at 6 and I'm like at like 8.30 go across town to your neighborhood. I'm like that wasn't an invitation i was just so i kind of was just like i can't tonight you know but hope we can do drink sometime soon trying to make it clear like yeah like that's no hate not, for like a random hookup but that's like
0: not that's my right, thing yeah, and yeah, i feel yeah. like you should make a plan you should make a plan and you should make a little more of an effort i had a girl Agreed. jump on to my get vocal live stream who went on a date with the guy and the guy was like oh do you want to do like hookah and wine and she was like yeah and he was like okay go here and for some reason And I talked to her about this, but she gave him, he gave her an address and she didn't look up to be like, is this a hookah and wine bar? (laughs) And it was his house. And then she like went for the date, which, you know, some safety concerns there. I probably wouldn't advise that on a first date with someone you don't know. She ended up having a nice time. before they met. Yes. Oh no. And I'm like, people do more, be better. Don't go to the house until five, six dates in, like there shouldn't be a it's one thing if you're like on third or fourth date and you're like do you want to come back and continue this sure but for for that date itself to go to someone's house like that's not until you're like dating
1: yeah like we're gonna
0: make dinner together I think so
1: but I guess if you just want to like hook up if you just want to hook
0: up well even then though just don't like yeah at least like go get a drink out and then you can hook up after like come on but I'm not worth a drink no you're worth a drink you're worth multiple drinks thank you
1: many drinks (laughs) (laughs) so after that I kind of was like okay and so we were texting a little we kind of asked what I was doing one night and I mentioned I had friends coming for the weekend he waited till the end of the weekend by then it's been a week since our date and we haven't like made a plan I'm Mm -hmm. pretty much over it Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. honest Mm -hmm. and he's like I'm going you know I'm traveling for this week but like hope we can make a plan soon and I was just like okay so he messages me today so say Tuesday yeah so we hung out like two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Like I'm pretty over right. it by the now, the honest, is dead by It like now. truly passed. Right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of he's to me, he feels not that into it either. Right? Like he's not he making feels, a plan. Yeah,
0: he just feels kind of like your typical like yeah, if it's convenient for me kind of thing. So but funny not making You efforts. should say that. Mm-hmm. So he texts
1: me today, got back in town on Sunday, I've been heads down on a project, but you know, whatever, turning it in today. Going to see some music at this place tonight wanna join. Even then, it's like it's like just you're going already. What's good for like, you. come with me. I know so I have
0: someone to make out with while I'm watching music,
1: and not in like a playing hard to get way. But I have plans for the next week. Yeah, of I course you do.
0: You're a busy woman, and like this is what I don't understand too. Is when people are like, "Well, what about tonight?" It's like, "What are you?" I'm not like sitting around like, waiting that for could you. Be
1: fun and spontaneous. Maybe, but like this is your second try right. doing that. No, like, no. I'd say if
0: it's like you've been on a bunch of dates and then the person is like out, and they're like, "Hey, I'm out at this place. Want to sure. come join me?" Like, that's different than like I fully have not made an effort over the last two and a half weeks, <laughs> right? except for like an attempt at a hookup date. Yeah, basically. And now, like, I have these plans already. Do you want to come? Now, the soft-hearted part of me says, um you know, everyone kind of struggles on these dating apps. Everyone's been rejected. It almost sounds like he's protecting himself from rejection by offering these kind of things. Oh,
1: especially the last minute where it's like it's not about him because most people do have plans. And where it's
0: like, yeah, just like if you want to, but like no big deal, but like I'm not putting in any effort, so like don't think I like you. You know what? It's like this weird... And it's like, you're right. I don't really
1: think you like me and it's a turn off. It's working. Yeah. So what do you want to say back? That's what I... I don't... So I guess... There are two things. I could either be like... Because I do have dinner plans. There's a world where I could be energetic after dinner and like try to meet up with him. Like I could give it kind of like a half... I love the face you're making. <laughs> I can read your disapproval very clearly. I could be like, I have dinner plans like... Yeah, I mean, I don't That doesn't sound feel particularly good. I mean... I don't, the thing is, if he would make an effort, I'd be happy to go out again. Sure, sure. So I don't want to seem like I'm not interested, but I don't, I need him, I'm looking at my calendar right now, today's Tuesday, I need him to basically suggest, try to make plans next week, and I have Tuesday and Friday available. So Like, I don't know what to tell you. So this is what I would say. Uh Uh-huh. It's the compliment
0: sandwich. Awesome. So it's like, starting with, I'd love to, that sounds so fun. Yeah. But I already have plans tonight. Typically, I book out about a week in advance. So let me know if you'd like to do something next
1: week. I'm going to write that down.
0: Maybe don't say typically I book out because that sounds very professional.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Maybe Hollywood, but true. I I
0: book out, but like, just be like, I'd love to. I got to be honest with you. I'm not a last minute plans person because I usually have plans for the next week. I'd love to see you again. But it's going to have to be sometime next week. And let's make it something fun.
1: Oh. So it's
0: like, by the way, don't invite me to come to your house again. (laughs) But you don't say that. Right. You say what you do want, which is something fun. Let's do something fun. Yeah. Like, you can say, like, let's do something fun. I'd be happy to go to a music show then. Or we could try a new bar or whatever. Like, you can... It's all about positive reinforcement. Assuming best intentions. Like giving them the benefit of the doubt, giving him another chance because you had a fun time and maybe he's just like, doesn't really know how to do this. I always say like, you can't expect someone to be obsessed with you before your first date. You can't even expect them to be obsessed with you after one. Yes, it would be great if every date was like a rom-com and you go on one date and then the person's like, I'll do anything to be with you. But like, that's not how it works. Now, two and a half weeks has passed. We're going to give him another chance, but it's kind of like starting over. So just like, make it clear what you do and don't want and what you need from him and then see... If he can respond, if he can't take that feedback and like still is like Wednesday night, like I'll be getting <laughs> off work in an hour when I come be at by. And i if you want right, like, to come do it. Right, like meet me. If he's still shooting that at you, then you have my full permission to be like, I don't think this is a fit. Like for you don't sure. seem ready yeah. for this right now. But if you direct him and instruct him... People can respond to that. And sometimes they really like it because it's like once they know that you're being honest about what you need, they can relax. You know, they can be like, she's going to tell me what she needs so I don't have to worry about it. That's a good
1: point. It's also a good person to practice on since I'm like...
0: Yeah, since you don't really care. It's very low pressure. It's a good way to practice too, giving like positive, constructive feedback Yeah, of like, that sounds so fun. Totally. But actually, how about we do this? and You know, like it's like... Silky so being positive, you're not. Because a lot of people too, like, will reach out to me and be like, I really want to tell this person off. Like, mm-hmm. I want to tell them what I think. And I'm like, that sounds like it'll feel good, but it's not really going to accomplish anything. Right. And if there was any chance of like, something between the two people i like to keep the chance available for as long as possible i don't like to prematurely squash something because our feelings are a little hurt or because it didn't go exactly how we pictured it in our heads it's like get through your ego thing a little bit offer the olive branch and then if they still don't get it then you're allowed to move on and still maybe there's no use in like ranting at them and telling them off like they're not going to hear it when it's delivered that way anyway you know they'll hear it in a positive way only, I think.
1: Yeah. No, that's a great point. Because that's
0: when men will be like, not just men, but everyone, when they get that kind of negativity coming at them, they'll be like, oh, I'm, like, I Head turn off. I'm not yeah. listening. Whereas if it's like, oh, she was, like, really nice about that, but I clearly understand what she's asking for. Right. They can actually hear it.
1: Okay. That's a great plan. Thank so you. So I, do yeah, that, yeah, I yeah. will yeah. do that. Yeah, great. What else you got? So, okay, so I met this guy at the airport. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know a little this. bit about this. <laughs> yes. So I... So I was very proud of myself for meeting this is someone when you were IRL. Back, back, from the, back holidays, from the holidays from Atlanta. From Atlanta, to, Atlanta to LA. LA. I okay. didn't look very good. Um, so always when we get hit on the most is when we so have weird? like smelliness. I mean, I definitely and... wouldn't say that's my norm, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, someone started talking at the airport. I wasn't super friendly, which I felt like was a good reminder to myself to be like open and warm to people in the real world not just on the apps and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of ready at any moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then i but i spoke to him kind of a baggage claim i felt like we flirted but he didn't get my number and i was like okay maybe he's not available and if you had been like listening to me you would have just given him your number no and i realized that <laughs> where because on the flight he was a row behind me and i was like oh i could have been flirty, flirtier like i'll be more social in atlanta in la and in hindsight, I could have just put my number in my freaking po- fucking, <laughs> fucking pocket and been prepared. Yeah. Like I had so much. That's so exactly lesson it. learned. Write it on the napkin,
0: put it in your pocket, and then it's so easy to just hand it so out. So easy. Yeah.
1: But okay, so my only quibble with that is that I do feel like I want someone who can make a little bit of effort. And if I make it that easy for them, how do, they, how do I know they actually like me? They're still
0: making effort if you give them your phone number and they call it. Right. You know, like it's the old dropping the hanky from like (laughs) (laughs) sense and sensibility times. Like it's like you have to, especially in this day and age, they're like, I don't want to be creepy. I don't want to be rejected. What if she has a boyfriend? What if she slaps me across the face? What if I'm reading this completely wrong? Like we do have a certain amount of responsibility in the opening to be like, it's okay, you can talk to me. Like, you can contact me. I am interested. I am feeling what you're feeling. We can't... It's scary for them. And it's not to, like, baby no, people or right. anything. But it's, like, it's helpful to just, like, put it out there and say, like, I will not shut you down. And then they have to decide to, like, return the yeah to you.
1: No, that's a great point. Because actually, <laughs> spoiler alert, he did get my number because... We got matched on Hinge. That's very so weird. Which was super weird. So like, he
0: didn't get your number, went away. And enough. then like how much longer, how many days before you matched on Hinge?
1: Maybe a week, a little less than a week. It's Hinge's kind of, watching. It didn't just match. It was it's, like we were put on Hinge. You get one person every day that you're most compatible with. So that's weird. I think they
0: must know that you were there near each other. It has to be. They location have to stuff. Know.
1: Because that's there weird. are, I think I told you a couple people in my neighborhood who I've gotten matched with. Mm-hmm which I find is also such a fascinating kind of window into dating because it's people you like don't talk to. Mm-hmm. And so then if they will like you and you're like, but you never say hi to me when we pass on the street. It's just because interesting. Because they're shy.
0: Everyone's or shy. Even, like, Everyone's smile. afraid to talk to each other. That's yeah. why you have to be the one who's like, I'm going to break the barrier and oh, not be so shy. Much work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much, so much work to say hi no, to someone. you're right.
1: You're right. I can do it. Well, so what's interesting too, so when he started texting me, I mentioned something about him not getting my number and he basically was like, yeah, I'm like not that smooth. Like- yeah,
0: exactly. Most guys are not. And guys will say to me all the time, you always say to get girls numbers or whatever, but like, I'm, I am don't want to be creepy. I don't want to be rejected. And I'm like, that is why girls kind of have to offer it up.
1: Yeah. Guys can to-
0: also offer it up, but I don't love that as much because then it's like, you have to make the effort with them.
1: Don't laugh. But yeah, he was like, I'm not a pickup artist. And I was like, okay, fair. But so so we were texting. He was going on a business trip for like two weeks. And Mm -hmm. was like, let's meet up when I'm back. And I was like, great, let me know. So a week later, should I read this text? Yes, yes. So he messages me, hi, Alex, sorry for going MIA. I didn't really think he was MIA. I knew he was going out of town. He says, to be honest, I met someone in the past week, dot, 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 that's made me stop in my tracks dot 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 and choose to devote my full attention to its unfolding appreciate your understanding hope that cupid equally brings you a great love and match in the year ahead prayer hands heart-faced emoji flower i mean and then i was just like okay thanks for letting me know best of luck and he said thank you for your grace (laughs) (laughs) So it's interesting because I've shown some people this text to be honest, and I've gotten super like opposite reactions. Interesting. Like some people are like, "Oh, that's really nice. He was up front. You don't have to wonder." And some people are like, "Is he a psych?" Like I you think I kind of dodged a bullet, and I'm a little bit both too. Like I'm I both. said, thanks because I think it's nice.
0: I, I mean, think it's nice that he communicated. He easily yeah. could have just disappeared, left you wondering. I totally. just feel like, you "What wondering if You did something wrong. Whatever. So I think it's really nice. He was honest and clear. I worry about this girl he's gonna start dating.
1: I just that's so over the top in the last. So and I mean, maybe he found his soulmate.
0: Maybe, but I mean, but like in the last week, not even like I've been seeing someone for a few months, yeah. and I feel like it's getting more serious, and I really want to put my attention totally. on this, which is fine. But I met someone in the last week who stopped me in my track.
1: And choosing to devote my full attention to its unfolding—that's a lot of pressure. His full attention. attention for one week.
0: I would love to check back in with him, like now, and because what was this like last week? It's been a week. And see, how's like, it going? what's happening? How's oh it going? Oh my god, we have to get him I on the show. show. <laughs> I think like a month from now, we should get you to text him and be like, "So I'm just dying of curiosity. Like, how's it going with the girl? I want to know if send that me really pictures works. And they're like in Hawaii. Maybe they're in Hawaii and they're in love, but like. It takes longer than that to be in love. Like, you can be in lust, you can have a spark, you can have chemistry, but you cannot be in love
1: in a week. You just can't. You cannot. So, like, question. So, like, when you met Matt, Mm. your fiancé, were you, like, I'm all in? Like, how long did it take you to feel like this is, like, it? I never, like, people
0: identify that moment a lot, and I, for themselves, and I... I don't know. It took a while. Like, it took a while. And I tell the story a lot and he hates it. But basically, like, I wasn't super into him on the first date. It was a blind date. He wasn't my type. Normal type. He's very attractive, but he's not my type. Yeah. And I was kind of making out with him more to, like, win at my own game, (laughs) which is what I do. I love that. And then, like, he kept the great thing he did, and I say this all the time to my male clients, like... The great thing he did was on every date, he would ask for the next date. So it would be like very decisive. He's clearly into me. He's got a plan. And it would be like, do you want to go to that taco place you mentioned on Wednesday? Which is like two days from now. And so I just kept saying yes. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that someone was showing this kind of like interest in me. And I kind of just kept being like, I'll just keep seeing him until I find someone better that I like. Fair. Because I was like, he's really cool. He's really nice. But I didn't think like this is going to be true love. I was more just like, this is a nice guy it's pleasant to hang out with. And he keeps asking me out. And I like making out with him at this point. And whatever, I'll keep going until... But the interesting thing is I did... I think I did stop going on dates pretty quickly. Like, I don't think it was conscious, but I think he just took up so much of my time yeah. right away that I was kind of like, I guess I don't really need to like pursue many dates with other people right now. Yeah, yeah. But I just figured at some point I would start again. I don't think I was really into him until like six or seven weeks in. And even then, like even when we first got into an official relationship, I was like, this will do for now. But like, it doesn't feel like this super long term. Like he's a little younger than me. Right. And at the time he didn't, he was like unemployed. And I was like, I don't really know where this is going. (laughs) Like, what do we both want? This is, you know, so I never... I would say probably not until we like decided to move in together was I like, oh, this might be long term. I love that. And that was like eight months in. Uh Although actually, we did go visit my mom like six months in. We drove to my mom in Tucson. It took like eight hours and we had a great time. So that was kind of, he always says that's when he knew was because he drove in the car with me for eight hours and didn't get annoyed.
1: I feel like I remember that. Cause what's interesting is that I worked with him when y'all were early on. And I remember I'm sure I told you this, but I remember all of the girls in the office were just kind of swooning because we kind of asked about you and he was just like, I get so excited to like go home and see her. And we were just like, oh my god. And he's not like a particularly sappy person. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: He's very... His family is, like, very non-emotional compared to mine. And so he doesn't show emotion a lot, but it's really sweet what he does. It's
1: really sweet.
0: Um, But I think it was... I think it was, like, we just kept enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And it wasn't this, like... I mean, maybe it was different for him, but for me, it wasn't, like, fireworks, like, stars. And I've I've had that many times. I, you know, married someone that I knew for four days in Israel. Like, (laughs) as we've talked about, like, I... I am that person that's like I feel it and it's right and I'm gonna go and this is when I knew this person was the one and with him it was just kind of more like continuously really nice until you know now of course I'm like obsessed with him but eventually I was just like yeah this seems like it's re- like it's here, still here. It's <laughs> I, no, I think
1: that's a great lesson because I feel like w- Rom-coms have kind of spoiled us, and we, like, look for that immediate spark, which doesn't
0: And I think also with him, I
1: kept expecting
0: there to be some huge problem or fight, because I had experienced that so often, of, like, it's so amazing and magical at the beginning, and then you find out the truth about the person, or they find out the truth about you, or you find out the truth about your incompatibility, or the fights start, or the drama starts, the secrets come out, and I kept... I think I kept expecting that to happen I and mean, being like, we're not fighting. Right. Like, no drama has happened. Why don't we have a... Pr- and I tried to pick one a couple times. Like, I tried to be like, do you want to try it? But it just never... Still has never exploded like that so it was weird to learn to trust that yeah and not be like that must mean it's not really love if we're not fighting all the time right if there's, which there's I not, think like has,
1: drama right
0: which I was like very used to drama and like of ripping at my heart and like constantly asking myself the question of like should I be with this person is it right like I never asked myself that with him I've never asked myself that wow yeah cool yeah I mean, I that's that. the monologue. But it is. It's it's interesting. Like, people... I heard this thing on some other podcast today where this woman was talking about how the whole thing about falling in love and having it be like a rom-com and, like, it's this thing where you just know and there's this moment and it comes from the universe and these signs from the universe and you just know is actually probably created by us because it's too scary to make a logical decision about who we would want to be with. So if we put the responsibility on this like unknown love entity and the universe. We don't have to take responsibility for making that decision. And that's why so many times people are like, well, yeah, it's not a good relationship. No, I'm not happy, but I love him. And it's like, I don't have control. And it's like, you actually do. You can love someone and break up with them if it's not right. And you can also choose who you want to put your effort into loving and it shouldn't be a huge effort you can choose to stay when it's right instead of like i'm just not the universe isn't giving me the right signs like right. it is this kind of ability to not have responsibility over that that i think we've trained ourselves to do and i think it can be much more of a choice than people
1: realize interesting well yeah because i feel like people that's why people get so excited about a good story right mm-hmm. or i feel like i read the a surprising number of couples have the same birthday. Oh. And I feel like that's one of those little things where yeah. they're like, oh, this is a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the same birthday. We have so much in common. Exactly. And that's like, like not... <laughs> like, okay. But did you ever read that book? It might have been Lori Gottlieb from a while ago called Settling for Mr. Good Enough. No. I remember it was a big thing... It was, like, over 10 years ago. But Mm -hmm. I remember my cousin talking about how it completely changed her, like, dating. Yeah. And it talks about it as more of, like, a logical thing. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's not like you cannot talk... Because I dated someone before Matt who I was very much not so attracted to but he was so nice and good to me and I was like ready and I was like really trying to talk myself into it but I just that. there was less like parts of my body that were repulsed and like couldn't do it. <laughs> never, <a> good <laughs> never good um but so I don't think it's I think it's you know obviously as I always say a mix of like timing and chemistry or like logic and feelings or whatever But I I think this idea that it's completely not in our control and also this idea that when you go on a date with someone and you don't feel those sparks and fireworks and flowers and like you should stop, like no, you can stick with it and see can it grow because if my logical brain knows this is a good person for me, can my heart catch up? You know, like can it grow to appreciate these things? Like, you know, I... I think as like a younger person, I didn't appreciate those things, which is fine because you're having all those fun, exciting adventures. But when you get a little more ready or ready for a relationship, a little older, you can kind of be like, wow, someone being loyal and kind and nice to me and treating me well is like so powerful. Like it can grow love just out of that. And you have to be attracted to them, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, the way that I have a crush on the rock attract. I <laughs> like oh that's who you pick I mean I love Dwayne Wade but who doesn't but yes I think Dwayne Johnson
1: then who's Dwayne Wade like, <laughs> who's Dwayne <laughs> a basketball <player>? another Dwayne <laughs> there are two Dwaynes okay right you're right oh yeah she he's married to like Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union <laughs> she, yeah. that was so much dumb shit um but yes, because I feel like at a certain age, you realize that you can have great chemistry with someone who can be very destructive. Yeah, and, and bad so for you. the opposite of that yeah. is good. So a related question, kind of related, is that what do you think about single people who have friends, like a single straight girl with a friend who's like a single straight guy? Like I mean? have, I feel like a good friend and everyone's like, why aren't you dating if you're good friends? It's a good question. But I also feel like the when Harry met Sally thing is like a little bit rare that you can like really miss It up. is rare, but
0: I I think it's always worth trying. I mean, if you were like, I am not attracted to him and that's why we're not dating, like absolutely not. Or like, you know, if it was like that level of non-attraction, but if you're just like, I just don't really see him that way. Like I think of him as my friend. Right. Or like, he's like a brother to me. I'm always like, no, he's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like then I think it's worth a shot you know uh-huh. because I think it is a good question and I do not to say that men and women can't be platonic friends because I believe that they can and I've seen it myself I don't do it a lot but like, <laughs> I mean I do it now right. you know but I don't I think when I was single whenever I would have like guy friends, I did have some guy friends that I just was not interested in um but more often than not I would end up trying it out, you, you know, did. and seeing it. Just, that. like,
1: drunkenly, or you would say something, like, oh, why is not this happened? Let's find out. Um,
0: maybe, like, drunkenly. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to remember, like, I think, I mean, I do think it's clear when you have certain friends that you're, like, definitely not. Yes. But then there are other friends that you're, like, but maybe, and, like, maybe the timing just hasn't been right, or maybe right. we just never thought, or maybe he assumed you wouldn't be interested. I did have this one client who... We went out, like, wing, wing manning to Fun. this big event for her to, like, uh-huh. meet somebody. And there was something going on where she was not interested in anyone. And finally, I was like, it seems like there's something else going on. Like, yeah. what is it? And she was like, well, to be honest, I have this really good friend. I may have told this story before. No, I don't America's know this family. story. She's like, I have this really good friend. We work together. We do everything together. Like... We sleep on each other's couches because they, like, lived far apart but worked in the same place. So sometimes they'd end up in, like, a different neighborhood. She's like, he's actually at my house right now. Sleeping on my couch. She's like, but, you know, he had a girlfriend for years and I had a boyfriend for years. And now we both don't. But, like, I see the girls he dates and I'm just, like, not his type. Mm -hmm. And he's not really mine. But for some reason, lately I've been thinking, and I was like, you have to tell him. Oh my God. Like, I promise you, he probably just, he probably thinks you're amazing. He's probably in love with you, but he doesn't think you would date him. You know, like, someone has to do it. If it doesn't work, it's going to be awkward. You'll have to take a little break from your close relationship. But like, if you're spending, they were spending so much time together and it was basically sounded like a relationship without the romantic part. Yeah not that fun right and I'm like you gotta this is crazy he's at your house right now I was like go home oh
1: my god this is like a and movie you have to talk to
0: him and now they're dating
1: really yes I love and that. she's like
0: really happy and she's like we felt the exact same <sighs> way like I think she talked to him a few days later because obviously it was scary or he might have even been the one to bring it up a few days later but like they've been friends for years and several of those years they were both single but they just were they would talk to each other about their dating lives totally. and they would just assume like you're not my usual type which you know what right. I say about usual type is your usual type is probably not right for you because that's why it's your usual type but you're not dating it you know what I mean like yeah if that's your real type you'd be with them right now like so they are now together and very happy and probably gonna get married and like so I'm always for taking the risk, yeah. And I'm always for assuming that whoever it is is in love with me. I really need to work on you gotta, that. I need that. You to assume content. that everyone's in love with you. It's confidence that comes from many, many, many rejections. At a certain point, I decided to no longer be like, they rejected me because I'm not good enough, and to change it into they rejected me because I'm too good and they know it, and they know I'll just end up rejecting them.
1: And maybe they are in love with you, but they're, like, avoiding. Right, they're scared. Um,
0: yeah. Which, like, probably they're not, but it's much no, better by No, they probably are. I okay, I love that. Okay, so can we talk about this friend or no? No, we can't talk about it. Will you, like, check back in? if they're, Yeah. Like, can I just know a little bit more, like, about how, like, because just from how you've responded to this conversation, I feel like you, you're you not in the, like, gross I could never place.
1: no. So innocent. That's just innocent. No. No. I don't know. Then, then if not. I sometimes then wonder. I don't know if you've ever, you've probably done this, where, like, I'm a little worried. I don't really have, I feel fine about it, but there isn't a lot of other, like, excitement or drama happening right now dating wise. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little worried. I'm, like, grasping for some excitement. Fine. Yeah. There's nothing
0: wrong with that. Like, there should be excitement. I I told you, like, I want you to go have adventures for me. And it's like, <laughs> if there's nothing going on and you need to stir some shit up, mm-hmm. wake yourself up a little bit. Also, like, it sounds like, and we don't have to go too much into this, but it sounds like this is going to kind of nag at you regardless and similar to with this girl she was trying to go on all these other dates right. and dating all these other people she always had this person in the back of her mind and she said she would go on dates and be like it's just so much easier when i hang out with him like it's so easy to talk right to we have such a connection i want these dates to feel like that and it's also i'm a firm believer that if you have anything going on that makes you unable to be fully present on dates You probably need to deal with that situation first, and then if it doesn't work out, you can move forward with like a clean
1: you know.
0: But otherwise, if it's hanging over you, like it's going to continue to very recently. So we'll see. Great, I love it. but This is my bread and butter. I I love this so much. (laughs) I'm so happy this came (laughs) out. I hope he listens to this, and then you don't have to do anything. Hopefully not. And then just be like, I get it. I'm here. I'm ready. You're like
1: now it was someone else. (laughs) Not you.
0: That'd be funny if like several people came out of the wood. That would be amazing.
1: Like, I you. That would be my dream. I'm ready for you, Alex? I don't have enough guy for several to come out. I the mean, woodwork. I'm just gonna
0: say, now that the door in your mind is opening, mm. just let it open. Like you okay. don't have to necessarily do anything right yeah. now. But it's kind of like it's starting to brew. Just let it like stew and see how it I like grows. That. Yeah. And, it might even, on its own, start to change just a little something about the dynamic, and he might feel it too, and it might organically kind of change. It might just be that it wasn't the right time until now, and now it's finally occurring to you. Right. So we'll see. This is we'll very see. exciting. Will you kind of report back? Yeah, on what's I'll happening? report okay, back. Great. Great. Of course. However much detail you you're willing Thank to you. go into, but I understand right now you want to keep it kind of. But I'll be reporting Quiet. from the field. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I need you to. So I need you to go have adventures. Yes. and if you can't have them because of this guy, oh. then I need to know about this guy. Oh my sky.
1: God, the adventure. So hopefully by the next time we meet, um, a friend and I were going to. Did I tell you about this? How there's like a dating event at the health food store, Erewhon? And we were going to go last night, but my dog was very ill. So what is but the dating event? It's like go it's shop 10 and 10 to people. 11 on Mondays at Air One in Venice for everyone in LA. It's called Shop and Shag. And I don't even really get it. Wait, Shop and Shag? Yes. Wow. wow. Classic LA. Right? And I guess it's just like you shop, but also it's kind of like single people it's like out a pick up there. Scene. And if you want to pick people up, the code word is soup. Oh my gosh.
0: I'm so excited. Like, you say to someone, like, excuse me, do you know where the soup is?" I think
1: so. I think you use it in a sentence.
0: <gasps> what if someone's genuinely looking for soup? I love soup. They can
1: find it themselves. It's not that big of I a guess store. So.
0: But, yeah, I don't even... I'm super So, like, serious. if the person isn't interested, can they be like, Oh no, I haven't there's seen no any soup,
1: soup here. They ran out of soup. Well, what I want to is... I'm allergic to soup. What percentage of people there know there's this thing happening... Because there's one near my house that I guess does not have these events. But I would never... It's just like I'm an innocent shopper. Who would know? No one would but know. But it is kind of Except a pickup scene anyway. Like, well, models. yeah.
0: Air one basically is a pickup scene. But... we are so hot. For people who don't know, it's like a very expensive health food grocery store. A lot
1: of celebrities go there. A lot
0: of celebrities. I don't shop there myself. It's I
1: live very close to one of them. Oh,
0: that's dangerous. I would spend like my entire super salary. I've definitely had to
1: dramatically cut it back. And my mom would be like... Why didn't you just go to Erwan for your groceries? I'm like, I can't afford it. No, cannot. Not a millionaire. Cannot, no, because like their milk
0: is like it's insane. Yeah, th- anyway, their milk is like like a twenty came dollar of, of like water. A, a goat who lives oh, on top up. of a mountain yes. and is named Betty and <laughs> oh
1: <my. laughs> living truly her best life. Better life than
0: <laughs> She's any better of us. life than you. <laughs> she shops at Arwan um okay so you're gonna go to that that's a fun yes. adventure I just want you to scope that out oh yeah. you're gonna be my single in the field yes. that's what we're gonna call it. you're you gonna be like my daily show correspondent but Perfect. like in the field
1: Samantha in the field
0: I need you to go to that event go to one. I'm actually familiar with that platform that it's on because they also have all my single friends that's on how I found it yeah it's a platform for people in LA it's a platform called deepen and they have all kinds of interesting events for singles that sounds so sexual I hate it I know I hate it too <laughs> I actually do too I'm like it's too it's very graphic um but they have I know they have their theirs are a little more like west side hippie like for shop what? at Erewhon I know they have dating and meditating oh, they no. have like conflict resolution workshops okay, no. but they have things on there like all my single friends which is amazing and they have your your shopping experience that you're going to go have. So, true. you know, check it out if any of that sounds interesting. I'm also all about people just like if you're bored with the apps and you want to do something else, do something else. You don't have to just like follow this yes. by rote what everybody else does. It's not the only way to meet people. Like there are so many ways to meet people if you are open to it. There are so many different events. There are sports leagues. There are... You know, farmers markets. There are so many things you can go to. You just have to decide you're open to it and you have to decide to turn that thing into your dating app.
1: Yes. When I was talking to a friend, which I'm sure you've talked about how important eye contact is. Oh, I yeah. feel like we don't get used to it and it feels super uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: If you can be the person who's not afraid of eye contact, you're already going to be like leagues ahead of everybody yeah. else. And especially if you go to this dating and Erewhon thing, like
1: <laughs> they're all going to
0: want someone who's like willing to lock eyes and look deep into their no. soul. Like most people will be too scared to. So you have to do it. Okay. That's I don't your know
1: if assignment. anyone, if I want to date someone who's more of a hippie than I am, but I'll be open. We'll be see. Be open.
0: It might be just
1: like someone who's like, Oh, that sounds like a fun
0: thing too. Or maybe they're just like, oh, I'm on my way home. Gotta pick up some butter. Like, yeah. And you should have your phone number written on like several (gasps) leaves in your (laughs) pocket.
1: Leaves on a piece of arugula. Yes. I'll make a note of this.
0: Make a note, have your phone number handy. So your homework so far is you're going to let the bad planner guy know that you need more planning and in a positive affirming way. Mm, Yes. And you're going to go to the dating in Erewhon. Oh, yes. You're going to start to let those thoughts brew about your friend. Right. Just let it brew. You don't have to do anything. Just observe what happens when you allow it to percolate. And don't change anything with him. Um, I think that's all your assignments. Well, I want you to go on at least like, we'll probably talk again in like two, three weeks. Okay. So I think you should go on at least a date a week until then.
1: Yeah, that's cool. at
0: least one. You can totally do that. Alex also has a cool thing where she takes her dog to the dog park, and she has like a full community of dog I park do. friends, and she's going to dinner with them tonight. So that's like another great way to meet people.
1: I mean, dog is actually great mm-hmm. because people talk to you on the street when you have a dog, right? Especially totally. if they have a dog. Yeah. So dogs and dogs. even if you don't have a dog. You can just hang out at a dog park. Or like borrow your friend's dog. Borrow a cute dog. Especially for guys. I was telling my brother to, I think he's kind of dating someone, but to borrow my parents' dog because it's so cute. And girls fucking flock to that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Totally. I have a client who borrows his friend's golden retriever and takes it to the park. And I'm like, perfect. Borrow the baby, borrow the dog, go out. I
1: actually, I hate, there's like a new trend, or maybe not a new trend, but in a lot of people's guys hinge pictures it's them with like babies and kids yeah they're like not mine but i'm go with kids and it's like too much if a girl did that you would think she was crazy right and they're trying to be like see i want to have a kid and
0: it's like we know that it's still gonna be like two years at least so like you don't need to sell me that part of it like that that's weird I agree. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that trend. Guys, there's no need. We'll have that conversation when we need to have it. Um, okay. So. Do we have time for vaginas? We have time for vaginas. This is the portion where Alex is going to bring me some information and research about things that I don't
1: know about or talk about. So I was watching. So for everyone out there, Goop has a new series on Netflix. Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle and wellness website. Um, it's got a lot of criticism for kind of pseudo health, but mm-hmm. I think some of it's also valid. Mm-hmm. I've only watched the vagina episode because some of are the episodes. there any other episodes? There's one where it's like she and vagina. her staff do shrooms together. There's, I mean, there are a lot Point. where you can kind of roll your eyes that yes. I haven't I like didn't have the strength for one more yeah. it's like she gets a vampire facial. I don't know. What is that? That's like when you like get your own blood and then put no. it back in your face. No. No. <laughs> and I don't there was a lot is she of She's doing
0: this like tongue in cheek like it's a joke. No. No, really?
1: But listen, she gets a lot of hate. The vagina episode was honestly great. Okay, tell I me genuinely about it. felt Like, it was really helpful, and everyone should watch it. Tell me about it. So, she starts out with this sex educator who's in, like, her 70s or 80s and is very famous. Her name is Betty Dolgan, I think. Um, But she talks about a lot of things. A, there's a lot of shame around vaginas. People don't talk about them that much. I've gotten alarmingly used to it because of my health issues, Mm -hmm. but people don't freaking talk about it and also they talk about how we never see vaginas which is interesting
0: that is in the
1: way where i feel like full frontal got common on movies like you've seen penises Mm -hmm. um but you don't see vaginas unless it's in porn and so they showed a a bunch of different vaginas which was which i feel like has really caused an uproar
0: Wow. But I think
1: was really good because you don't really know what other people's vaginas look Why like. Why did it cause
0: an uproar? That seems very, like, healthy to I me. I think a
1: little bit, because on Netflix, there's, like, no, I don't know how the writing system works. Oh. I think because it's kind of chill. Like well, it, if but, you don't I mean, want your
0: kid watching a vagina show, like, keep an eye <laughs> on them.
1: I think also just people are, like, kind of prudes about yeah. women's stuff yeah. and they're weird about yeah. it. Um, so I thought that was really cool and they talk about how I think a lot of people have... And maybe a lot of men, I don't watch a ton of porn, but the vaginas, I don't know. So some of the facts were a little bit pseudo statistics because I then read articles about it, but they talked about how there's a dramatic increase in labioplasty, which is when people get plastic <gasps> surgery to make their vaginas look quote unquote like better. It's like the Barbie surgery to you like sorry. a perfect vagina lips who is judging you on your vagina lips? i don't know but i feel like that must be happening and they talk about be, people like bleaching their vaginas <gasps> and that's how what they do in porn i don't know it was a little bit so gwyneth and her like co-host ceo or in like their late 40s and it was a little bit like your mom talking about it they were like this happens in pornography oh. but i think it's pretty common and i do worry especially guys who've grown up so a little younger than us boys who I've always had like internet porn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What there might like be like, oh, that's a normal vagina. There's like a hair. Like what? Right, right. But so I don't know. I don't know anyone who's gotten vagina surgery besides me. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you don't. But to make it look beautiful, exactly. Who knows? Maybe you do. But so they talk about the sex educator and just like the shame, and she talks about how she basically thought something was wrong with her vagina because the lips didn't look how she'd seen them in like Playboy. And all these women in her kind of like sex positive circles who had a lot of shame before they saw. So she has these circles where these women will be like naked and they see each other's vaginas. Wow.
0: Just to be like, they're all different and yes. they all, you know, they're all okay.
1: Yeah. Cause I feel like we're at the point where we know like what like boobs look different. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: But even then, even boobs, we got weird about. For sure. You know? Look at all the boob jobs.
1: Like, I went to a Korean spa this weekend for my birthday. A lot of fun. Oh, but happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. did not say that. I'm Check sorry. Check Aquarius season. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun, but it's just interesting. Everyone's super naked. hmm and, and you going. don't see that a lot. And you really don't. And you, like, don't want to be staring, but you're kind of like, oh, this is super unusual. Yeah, it is. It's really,
0: whenever I would go to, like, a gym or something, and, you know, there's that person that's, like, just so comfortable walking yes. around the locker room, like, naked. And I'm like, wow. Like, first of all, you can't help but look at them because it's just course. so unusual yeah. and we're so not used to it. And also good for them because, like, I'm always like, I have to hide in the corner and oh, make sure a thousand nobody percent. sees my nipples. Like, no Which one's ever seen say. nipples before.
1: <laughs> no, totally. And, I mean, at this one there were no swimsuits and so I was getting a massage and so after they did it, they were kind of like, go shower over there, and I'm like, you like didn't give me my towel. I'm like, okay, I'm just like walking across this yes. room and past this room. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You were going. I How did it feel? Was well. it liberating? Yeah, kind of. And you're kind of like, everyone's body is just like a body. Yeah, no. Like it I it think is. it's
0: good the more you see to just be like, oh, okay. No. I actually think bodies are like kind of less intimidating naked than they are in clothes because the yeah. like clothes give them this unreal structure of like your waist is so tiny really and your hips point. are so big and it's like clothes give you this perfect shape but like naked even people with perfect bodies naked i'm still like that's a body like that looks kind of like mine a little different like you know it's there's something so equalizing about it
1: it is but they also all not to be super corny but they all look like beautiful too mm-hmm. like you're not like oh no there's like cellulite right. on that body you're like no yeah, great.
0: well, because if we're not judging a body by how it fits into an article of clothing, right, and how that article of clothing should fit differently or smaller or whatever, then there's not really much to compare. It's like looking at you wouldn't look at like an animal, who's not wearing clothing, <laughs> and be like, their body's weird. Yeah, like, why just just like, oh, my dog fit this hoodie better? <laughs> <laughs> like we never judge dogs bodies i mean we do but right, not so many people i mean if the family is a piece you know whatever
1: um but i thought it was really cool so they talked this girl like went. this girl who was a lesbian and who'd grown up in china talked about how they like never talked about sex mm-hmm. and she was really uncomfortable with her body so she went to this woman's center in new york and basically watched someone like masturbate and they showed this woman have an orgasm, and I thought it was interesting. Well, they talk about how women, I think a little bit unconsciously, will like exaggerate, like Their orgasms, orgasms. Oh, yes, totally. like not making it. But I think that guys have gotten used to kind of a theatrical performance. Yeah, it's a performance. People are trying to like make them feel better, right? And it's like this bad snowballing thing where no. then everyone starts doing it. Yeah, and then it's like, well, if I'm not making noise, he's gonna think he did. not He's gonna succeed. be like, oh, that was it,
0: right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I think orgasms. Well, my experience with them, my own, is
1: they're very quiet. Yeah, like I felt like this woman was doing like her special technique, uh-huh. somewhat like aggressive orgasm, but it wasn't over the top. She wasn't right. like screaming no. like Meg Ryan. No. And maybe it's good to learn to vocalize a
0: little and like maybe yeah. there's also a world in which we've learned to be quieter because we're like sex is a private thing and right. we're inside a room. We don't want people to hear us. So maybe it's like a blend of the two. Maybe we could put yeah. our voices out a little more. But I do think it's turned into this like it's not even for the woman anymore. It's a performance for the man. Yes. Yeah.
1: And they talked a lot about, they had women like massage each other's hands, but talk about like what they liked mm-hmm. and how important it is if you're with a man or a woman and are doing whatever to really like not give them credit for things you don't like. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like breadcrumbs in the right wrong direction mm-hmm. and instead be like oh I like that thing I really like the thing you were doing before can you do that again like yeah. cause a reinforcement yes, for yes, that yes but just how important it is to vocalize it and totally. the women on the show were like married and we're like oh I like don't tell my partner things
0: totally we've learned to just like let it happen and even I feel weird like talking during sexual yeah thing. Like I don't talk a lot but you don't even have to you can also like yeah I think move there. Hands around, or show them what you like, or it can be one or two words. It doesn't have to be like so. If you cross the street, you're gonna make a left at the stop sign. (laughs) I'll
1: write it down for you. Write it
0: down. Hold on. No, it can just be like little things. But definitely, if you don't like something, don't be positively enforcing it, reinforcing it, because the guys are trying to take direction, or the girls, or whoever this is for, are trying to take direction, and they're gonna go down the wrong path if
1: you're telling them to. Yeah, but I think it takes a lot of confidence it and does. bravery to like express that because yeah. women aren't socialized to like care about their own pleasure, expect other people to care about it. So also, men who are listening or people who have, I
0: should say, female partners—not it yes. have to be men—also uh, encourage it and say yeah. by saying, "You make it easier if you're like, do you like that." Totally. like is this does this feel good and then they just have to say yes or no instead of them having to also take on the burden of giving all this direction while trying sure. to enjoy themselves yeah so it also can like take me out of it a little i think i get that you have to concentrate
1: do well, yeah. <laughs> you have to concentrate it's tricky it's yeah, a fine it's line tricky. figuring yeah, it out we gotta, concentrate, we gotta make sure
0: the car's headed in the right it's like we're on cruise control but we're not we still have to drive you know Well, and they also
1: they talked about how my last porn statistic that apparently in on Pornhub or something it was only like 11% of the women were like orgasming like it just wasn't about them at all mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm, they're just like receptacles which is I'm sorry disgusting horrible. word. That's disgusting horrible. word a disgusting concept too. yeah, yeah. we should so, be i feel like everyone should watch the vagina watch the vagina also apparently i'm sorry i didn't do it during this conversation apparently the right word is actually vulva and the vagina is just the birthing canal and vulva is the whole I thing i heard that i didn't know the vulva was the whole thing
0: i thought the vulva was so then how did we get into calling it the vagina is I it because know. all we are is birth objects yeah probably that's probably why we're just wounds. We're just wounds. <laughs> We're just a road for the so baby to travel still. down. <laughs> so should we should we start the vulva revolution? Yeah. Are you so? Are you new vulva this or new vaginahoodist? Because you got a like surgical like a procedure. like rolls off the tongue, nicer. Yeah, yeah. But
1: maybe you need to. Ex- I meant more with vulvas.
0: It's it's hard to try and change the name of something at this
1: point. It is. It sounds very like scientific, like being like a yeah. new urethra.
0: <laughs> Vulva is a pretty word. I've always oh, thought is. the word vagina wasn't pretty enough.
1: Yeah, and they talk about that how all of the slang for vagina mm. is kind of like nasty. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I need to think of some like fun words. Yeah, like goosey.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: I don't know, I'm just trying to think
0: of something kind of Goosey? sweet. Goosey? <laughs> Goosey. Maybe not. What that. about like it should be something like purple. Oh like the word purple. You <laughs> know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice word. I purple. feel like there's
1: like a sexy magazine called purple. Is or there? like an artsy one. Yeah.
0: The, or, like, nice. it should be like turquoise. Yeah, I don't know I'm <laughs> <thinking> <laughs> the <future. of> colors. <laughs> it should be like pretty color name
1: mauve.
0: Mauve, That's I sexual. like that. I like that. Okay. Okay, we'll work on this. <laughs> I think anyone we'll has an this vagina <laughs> for like right now, just so people know what we're talking about? Keep it clear. So, I'm like, bring me the mauve information. <laughs> 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 yeah bring me the movies. i need
1: to get there's this new book called the vagina bible i'll get
0: it i've also heard of this book called come as you are it's in oh, my I shopping have cart
1: on amazon Wait, is it good but I, I was gonna bring it it's great i need to read
0: it yeah i'm gonna read it i'll
1: read it, to, or you I'll read to, it and then we'll
0: talk about it we'll
1: have a come as you are book club we'll have
0: a vagina books book club a sex Perfect. books book club because i actually need Excellent. someone to hold me accountable i think because i spend a lot of my time <laughs> talking about relationships i'm never inclined to read new books totally about them it. But I really do need to. So okay, we'll read
1: it for next time. Let's read it. We'll read Come As
0: You Are. Anyone who wants to read Come As You Are and send us your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns,
1: All the let things. us know. We love it.
0: Anything else? I feel like we did this. Oh Good.
1: And I feel like hopefully so many questions will come in. Yeah,
0: you can. And like, even though it may sound like we're not experts,
1: we will find <laughs> the answers or
0: we'll at least say we have that question too. Yeah. And men, send it, men whoever, I'm going to say, It's not about gender. Everybody send me your questions about all these different things. Please. And thoughts. We're here for you. We want to talk to you. And then we can't wait to hear how Alex's love life goes out in the field.
1: Yeah, I'll keep y'all posted. Yes, please. Have this some This has adventures. been a pleasure. And
0: you're Alex Jospin? Yes. On Instagram? Or is it a Jospin? I'm a Jospin. A Jospin. And you can
1: subscribe to my newsletter, Hippie Shit.
0: Hippie Shit, where you can find out all sorts of fun remedies for things. Right? For your vagina. And other subscribe. things. Great. We're not just going to talk about that, but that's just like important. <laughs> we'll talk about other things too. We'll talk about everything. Okay, bye.
1: Bye, thank you.
0: Just the tip, a dating tip be decisive with your dating plans. If you are someone asking someone else out, don't tack them onto your plans that already exist. Don't look for ways to make it low risk for you. Don't invite them over to your house. Make sure you have a plan. Make it exciting. Make it fun. Even a fun bar will do, a bar with games, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a crazy activity, but just has to have taken some thought and consideration and some planning. Don't ask them the day of. Most people are busy the day of, and if you're doing that on purpose, then maybe you're not ready to be be dating. I don't know. But the point is, be decisive. And if you're someone on the other end of that and the person you're trying to date isn't being decisive, rather than dismissing them right off the bat, because clearly they don't know how to do this, give them a chance to learn how to do it by telling them what you need. So frame it in positivity. Say, that sounds like so much fun. I'd love to see you again. Or I'm really looking forward to seeing you. I'm really looking forward to meeting you. To be totally honest, I'm really busy during the week. I need a few more days notice. Then you can suggest a day. You can offer up a time that works for you. You want to keep this all positive. It's not criticism because criticism makes people shut down, but it's positive, constructive feedback, and you're just telling them what you need, and then you get to find out if they can answer it or not, if they can do what you're asking them to do. If they can't, no harm done. You move on. If they can, great. You taught them something. They learned something. And then similarly, at your next date, you can be offer some positive reinforcement and say, I so appreciate you accommodating my schedule, or I so appreciate you coming to a bar in my neighborhood, or I appreciate you understanding when I said I couldn't do plans last minute. Positive reinforcement works so many more wonders than ranting negatively and throwing criticism at a person. You're just squashing every hope for a possible connection and also both of you are going to leave with a bad taste in your mouth and it doesn't have to be that way so you can be in charge of being the positive one doing things in like a constructive kind thoughtful affirming manner and then they can do what they want with it so people be decisive if you're making plans and if you're not getting that from your person ask them for it. Please send us your questions, health and body related, relationship related, dating related, not your therapist podcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram and you can send me questions there, notyourtherapistpodcast. Therapist Podcast on Instagram. You can join me, as you know, every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on the Get Vocal platform, which is G-E-T-V-O-K-L, and subscribe to my channel, Not Your Therapist, and then you can come on and get coaching and ask me your questions right then and there, either on camera or in the little message sidebar. Alex and I are going to be reading the book, Come As You Are, and coming back to discuss, so if you want to keep up with our little body book club, you can read that too and then send us your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. Thank you to Alex Jospin for joining me and now being going forward my field correspondent. Uh, that is A Jospin on Instagram. Thank you to Melissa Gruen, Josiah Thorngate, Christine Bartolucci, and all of you for listening, rating, reviewing, sharing, joining me on Get Vocal and Making Dating Fun.